Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Not So Hardcore Anime. I'm your host, Jeremy, and today we're going to be talking about My Hero Academia. Now, getting into this, I want to start um, simply by, by saying, since I was very, very young, I've always loved superheroes. Uh, so, this one ended up being like right up my alley. But if we go back quite a bit... Um, I heard like other people talking about it while it was very well known and at that point when I'd heard about it I'd never really watched any anime series so way back then I was sort of like eh well, no I probably won't and it was only after I started watching other series that you know I thought well this stuff's really good don't know why I didn't try and watch it earlier and then it came to this show. And by the time I'd watched it, I'm pretty sure it was either around the time season three was finishing, like thereabouts. So I had quite a lot to watch. And that was a perfectly good thing for me, you know? Um, and yeah, I'll start in a moment, but. Just the last thing that I will mention is I have not yet watched season four. Um, part of the reason for that is that I was waiting for a while for it to come out fully and then the dub to come out fully. And then since then, I just haven't really gotten around to watching the rest. So depending on my, my opinions, depending on everything, I may make another episode for season four. But for now, we'll go from season one to season three. So starting off, there's just a, this is one big thing I've noticed throughout the series is that uh, Izuku cries a lot. <laughs> no, there's nothing particularly wrong with that, but it's just one thing I realized after watching for a little bit. He cries a hell of a lot for the simplest reasons. It's sort of I don't know it. It may be just me imagining more and like putting more stress on it, but it just seems to happen quite a lot to me. But that aside, his character is very easy to like, at least for me. Um, you know, he's he's a pure soul, basically. Just wants to help people. He risks himself constantly. So he is sort of, and he does that just to save other people. And that's a very easy character trait to like. I believe sometimes he can definitely be reckless, you know, but he's still very, very young. So, eh, you know, I, I can't pick too much about that. But as I said, I find that that is a really good trait to have, uh, you know, just the will to help people. And obviously that's why he was chosen by All Might. And that's another thing. All Might is one of my favourite characters from the series. It's not even like any particular reason. He's just always... He's the quirky guy. He's funny. I find there can be a lot of comedy. I can't tell you any individual jokes, but... It's sort of that humorous sort of thing. And you know how I feel about humour. So... That makes him, as well, quite a fun character to have. Um, and the story aspect of him, you know, turning into 
All Might and then being himself where he's weak. That I didn't get quite as much. It's sort of, maybe I've forgotten details that led to it, you know, details that explained why he can only turn into All Might, that sort of thing. So, I don't know. It, it could just be me not remembering things properly, but I always found that to be quite strange. But then again, that's also a lot of the humour that I have comes from that. So, I quite like that. You know, it's, again, it, it's humour based. You'll never steer wrong with humour unless it's just a shit joke when it comes to me. One thing that I've really enjoyed about this series is a lot of the characters are quite complex. You know, there's a lot of work that's put into them. Uh, it doesn't just focus on the main character, which I find a lot of any general media, really, TV, um, cartoon, anything, a lot of them can only focus on the main character, you know, and then that leaves the rest of the characters feeling hollow. This, not a problem for this one. You know, it, it has so many characters in it, but each of them has a good amount of complexity to them. You get enough of the feeling of their personality and their past, and it's one detail that I will always praise is putting that much work into their character. It's just beautiful to watch. And this is one that I find does it very, very well. Another thing is just some of the weird characters. There are a couple that just seem a little bit strange. And, I mean, kind of fun, but... Um, Mineta. Do not like. I do not like him. For the character, he's... Uh, I know it's just part of his character, but I find he gets... So annoying after a while. So he's one of the only characters that, you know, I can look at and just think, oh, can we just not talk to him? <laughs> Listen, I, I know that's weird, but he's just one character that annoys me. Even a lot of the villains don't annoy me as much as he does. And that's a weird thing to me. He just annoys me more than any other character. That's... I don't know. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> All the different character designs also greatly appeals to me. It's, you know, when, when you have a lot of characters, a lot of them can start to look similar. Especially, you know, uh, not, I mean, especially, I don't know where I was going with that, but a lot of them can seem very, very similar when you look at them. But for this, all of them are so unique. And, you know, some of them even not even remotely human, even though the majority of them are, there are some that just, you know, they look like another worldly creature, you know. That I like. I, I love seeing all the different character designs and some of the really weird ones. It just adds a nice amount of flavour. And this, I find, does it very well. The other thing about it is all the different quirks. It has some, like, very specific things. You know, you've got one that just, he runs fast, basically. But then you have one who, which is Bloody Manetta, where he gets those little pink orbs, sorry, purple orbs on him, and then he just pulls them off and throws them at people and it sticks to them. Like that, that to me, that, that was a bit of an odd power. But it's completely unique, and I love uniqueness. And those are just two of them. 
obviously I can't go into all of them, but there are a lot of them and a lot of them are very inventive ones that I wouldn't see anywhere else. They're just unique to the show. And I love that. I really do. Getting on to a bit more of the story, uh, it's all sort of one linear thing. You know, it's sort of... A lot of other series that I'll watch, they sort of chop and change and there's time skips, that sort of thing. And after, for those types of shows, you know, it can it can get a bit frustrating to watch, especially when in, in certain series, you know, you'll have the season, season one, but then season two, it shows it like, I don't know, six months later, and then it has to spend the rest of the season telling you what happened that led up to that, that sort of shit. It can get very annoying seeing that sort of stuff, and it's one thing I've noticed a lot for other series, but this one, it just all follows along, and it, you know, you don't miss things, and that is a good a good thing to do, you know? It's just all following the same story. No time skips, no backtracking, no anything else. It just continues along, because it's following the characters going through training to become a hero so you wouldn't want it to start skipping you know it's and again i'm sort of i realize i'm a bit harping on about that for other series but as i said it's it's one that i found i've noticed happen quite a lot and i have not noticed it in this which is just a plus aside from that watching watching all the friendships develop throughout this one is to me quite fun uh you've even seen you know people who really don't get along slowly warming up to each other and when you watch the relationship between two people growing in a series you know it's one thing that always satisfies me because especially when it is done right you know and by done right i mean you know it takes time to develop it's a slow progress but you see them that, you know, they, they might be good, but they still get along, they work together, that sort of thing. You know, it being like a slow build-up and then working towards it instead of just being, they get along like that. You know, this, it really takes its time developing things. And I love that. I, I love seeing things just slowly develop. I don't want shit to go too fast in anything, you know. When the story moves along or the characters move along too fast, it becomes, you know, a bit difficult to follow. And to give you that example, I'll, I can go back to the last episode, which is Tower of God. Um, even though I knew the story very well for that one, because it went so quickly, it was, you know, difficult to follow. And it would be especially difficult because of, you know, people who would watch it that haven't read the original source material. So, you know, it that, that's just an example of, you know, when it's too rushed, and this, it never really felt rushed, at least so far. You know, it's, they've taken their time. It's really gone just a little bit. And then you'll have like miniature breakthroughs throughout, you know, that, that's the sort of thing I love to see. And this is one of the ones that does it best for me. So that again, like, that, that's one of the best bits for the story for me. You know, that, that's, that's what I think it does best. Uh, the sort of the combat stuff, you get this. And, you know, it's a superhero story. Of course, there's got to be combat, you know. And this, I found, it it's very unique in the combat that it has. It's not like any other 
uh, series or any other movie that I've seen so far, even amongst other animated superhero stories, it has its own uniqueness to it, especially because, you know, it's not, you know, so someone with, like, super, super speed, like Flash, that sort of thing. It doesn't have quite that level of things. It has sort of... I know this was some, but it's sort of like more realistic. It's not... The, the, the powers they have aren't over the top, so it leads to maybe more of somewhat subdued combat, but it's better to watch for me because it seems, you know, less less force, like less do whatever you can to make it look really good, that sort of thing. It has less of that, and so you end up with slightly nicer combat to watch, especially based on the story. So the combat, I, I find, I said that no other show has done it quite like this, and it is, to me, very well done. There's sort of some some weird things, like this one, which, <laughs> this was one that I noticed like, way early on, like, all my tells him, like, don't use 100% of your power, or, or you'll basically kill yourself with it, and then he goes, like, 1 million percent, like, what? That, that, that just doesn't make sense. So that sort of thing, like, sometimes it, it'll come out of left field and then just do something really that you go, okay, how, why? That sort of thing, but that was just like one example where it, it looked like a bit odd. But other than that, you know, it's it, it's quite fun to watch. And then it's not just the main character that's fighting. You see every other character fight in one battle or another. And then seeing how they write the scenes for fights between two different powers. You know, you've got the... Um, I'm going to have to quickly check his name because I've forgotten his name. Oto, that's the name. I'm I'm not the best with names, just heads up for you, like any names in general. And, you know, when it's not, <laughs> it's not a name from like an English speaking country, it's more difficult for me to remember a lot of them. And throughout this whole thing, I've had a list of the characters up so I can remember their names. It's just like finding the right character. So th th that's just a heads up for you. While watching his combat, especially when to start it, and this was one of my favorite bits about the story as well, you know, to start, he fights with just his ice power, and that's a whole new type of combat that was good to watch. But then, and when it comes to the story, you know, him finally being encouraged to embrace his fire powers because. And, and this is like part of the story, excuse me. Um, his father is Endeavor, and Endeavor is all a fire hero. He does not like his dad, understandable, his dad's a dick. And, you know, watching him finally get encouraged to embrace the firepower, and then watching how his combat changes from that, I really enjoyed seeing from a story aspect, but also just from a fight scene aspect, watching how it changed the combat at even in just slight ways, that was, that was good to see. I really enjoyed that part of it. And I trailed off there for a second. My mind just blue screened for a second. Uh, so uh, I'll just take a moment. The next bit I was going to talk about is also, and it's one of the biggest parts of the story, is uh, Bakugo and Midoriya 
you know, being childhood friends, maybe? You know, it seemed Bakugo was always a bit of a dick anyway, but, you know, what the relationship between the two was throughout it has been really weird, and Bakugo, I, I find, can be a real annoying character too, because he's always angry about the dumbest shit. It, it can sort of get to you after a while, but, you know, the fact that even despite that, he'd, you know, go and fight to help Midoriya throughout that sort of thing, it's, he can be either a really annoying character or a real interesting character, depending on what part of the story you're in or what your mood is for the day. You know, it, and it's it's the weirdest thing because when you're watching a show and you have a bit of a love-hate relationship with one of the characters, it can be a really weird thing because one moment you think, oh, that was awesome, I like that guy. And ten minutes later, he's a dick. It's very difficult and he's one of those characters where, you know, you just sort of, like a metronome between like him, hate him. It's it's the weirdest thing. But they they relationship like developing there and it's showing you sort of, like Midoriya has always wanted to get along with him. Still wants to get along with him. But Bakugo doesn't. Because originally he hated him for not having a quirk, which, you know, kind of seems to me almost akin to racism, you know? It's sort of like, there's a super-powered race and a non-super-powered race, and he's racist against a non-super-powered race. Like, I, I know that's, that, that's a contentious topic, but that's, the, like, the best thing I can compare it to. It's sort of like, it just feels off. But then as soon as, like, Midoriya actually gains powers through All Might, he becomes jealous of him. He... He thinks that he's hiding it, but when he finds out what really happened, he becomes jealous. Instead of saying, hey, you've got powers, I've got powers, I could become a hero anyway. But he's like, no, I wanted those powers, so you couldn't be a superhero, only I can be a superhero. And that, to me, aggravates me. So it's one of the characters that I find myself, sometimes I kind of like him, and sort of that, that's about as far as it goes, but... Through so many parts of it, I just find him fucking annoying. It really gets me after a while, and sure, I'm I'm pretty easily annoyed under certain circumstances. But he's just one that is consistently just seems like a bad person in general. I don't know that, that that's sort of just me getting a bit <laughs> a little bit too passionate about it. Also, love sort of the way a lot of the teachers are written, you know, they're... Yeah, and to give you one example, just for a character which... You sort of... You're supposed to be annoyed by him, but... I just find it very difficult to... Dislike him. Eraserhead. He's sort of... He's one character who... He seems like an asshole A lot of the time, like he's just real cranky. That sort of thing. And don't get me wrong, he is cranky. But he's a character I find very difficult to dislike, and I actually quite like his character. Because, you know, he wants to train these heroes to be the best heroes they can be. And, you know, he during like, one of the battles, he puts his all in. He's, he's ready to, to die to defend them, that sort of thing. He's one of those characters that's written quite well. And being that he's a teacher for them, you know, it's sort of like you go, hey, you're in good hands with that sort of thing. 
But then, you know, like watching the dynamic they develop with a lot of the students as well, it, it can be quite fun to, to watch. Like, sure, Eraserhead, he especially doesn't like Midoriya through a lot of it because Midoriya is always injuring himself, always doing things he's told not to do, which, dumb as hell, when it, a super-powered teacher says, hey, don't fight that guy because he'd probably kill me, and then Midoriya's like, okay, I'm gonna go fight him. <laughs> that happens quite a bit, you know, that them being told, no, don't do anything, and then do it, and anyway, I can understand why Razorhead would be like, you know, a little bit pissed off that he's giving you the best advice he can give you, and then you're not following it. I can understand it. But then, you know, also the principal, and this one just for me is one of my other favourite characters is the principal he is definitely eccentric he is probably a little bit insane but he's a very lovable character he is probably uh, oh, top three favourite characters for me and it sort of partly is because you don't see him as much but when he's on screen I found myself getting a lot of little giggles out of it so that's just a quick mention for him. I've only really spoke about one or two of the teachers, but you know they're, they're the highlights of them. And All Might, I know he is one, one of the teachers there. I, I know he is one, but he doesn't as much feel like the other teachers. You know, he, he seems a little bit different. And sort of like, I guess he's in the same category, but just a little bit. You know, it's sort of... I don't see him as a teacher, I see him more as All Might, plain and simple. So one of the last things I, I will talk about for this episode uh, is a lot of the villains. And first of all, the villains' powers are pretty unique too. I, I quite like a lot of them. Um, I'm not as clear on a lot of them. You know, some of them I have started to forget. Um, but I also loved the um, use of sort of, I guess, the two polar opposites of uh, one for all and all for one. I loved that, it, you know, it had his, his opposite in it. That, that that was just a nice little detail for me. You know, it's sort of, it's basically saying he is the exact opposite, you know, yin and yang. He, he's the bad, he's, and, and all might's the good, that sort of thing. It's sort of, I don't know, it's a nice little detail to have the polar opposites between a guy who's just about helping people. You know, that that's what he does, that's what he loves to do, that's what he's been raised to do, and the other guy who wants world domination. It's sort of the, the thing you see in like a lot of different media is you have to have the two sides of the coin, and this did it quite well as well. And just... Just the name itself to me was Chef's Kiss, you know? I think that's pretty much everything that I have to say so far on the show. Um, I, I think from memory of how season three ended, it looks like we're going to uh, start to find out more about the power of, um, of One for All. You know, that one, I'd love to learn more about the power and it looks like we're going to learn a little bit. And I'll definitely be watching season four ASAP. Um, 
But really, that, that's pretty much everything I have to say about the series. Uh, it, it has been one of my favourites since I started watching it. You know, it it strikes a chord with the young me of who, who loved superheroes and, you know, current me. I still love superheroes. Marvel movies, very much enjoy. DC movies, never really watched much. But, you know, superheroes, I love. And this one is one of the best superhero stories I've seen. Like, one of the best superhero... Oh, what am I looking for? But, you know, the show, and especially being that it's anime. I don't know. Nowadays, like, anime seems to be in a special category for me. Part of why I started the podcast here. You know, it's sort of like... it. It's just slightly cooler for me. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining today. Uh, leaving it off, I greatly recommend watching the series if you haven't. If you want to see all of it, it is a long watch, but I think you'll find it very, very worth it. And yeah, thank you for joining and I will see you next time.